Can I just do a, a different voice for this one completely? Yes, you can. Yeah, give it a, do an accent, yeah. I, I can. Hi, my name is Adam. I can't, I can't do an accent without being horribly offensive. <laughs> well, if you do like German, if you do a white guy, right? It's Hi, I, I'm Ryan. And this is Ryan and Adam's show. Uh, we just heard a song called Hellraiser by Naked City. And that is from a, a movie called Funny Games which is a, a home invasion movie. So we're going to be talking about home invasions today on Ryan and Adam's show. Yeah, on the episode leading up to uh, Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. It's not a spectacular listener. though. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it won't be much of a special. We are a Halloween special. We did one two years ago. I this, mean, it will be special. It's going to be good. We are still here in Orange County, California. Yeah, fuck it. yeah Cal- Outside. Yeah. With uh, Mr. Steve Craig. Making right? fists with our toes. By the way, Steve, we saw a comedian last night, which was talking about German accents, yeah. and his whole entire shtick was that he just spoke in a German accent. Oh, really? It was brutal. Bad. Yeah. Did he bomb? No, everyone loved it. Yeah. Well, there's like an energy to the comedy club that I think, Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. But he yeah. came out and he was just like, what if I spoke in a German accent because of my haircut? And then he just started talking in a German accent yeah. and it was like... Oh, oh well, well, he was also doing crowd work, and he singled out Ryan. Yeah, he said for- I looked like Mick Foley. Oh, that's the worst. Dude, when we were that's there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, he goes, is anybody in a German accent? I, could you do it? <laughs> is anybody? <laughs> no, I can't. Has anybody ever said you look like? I can't do it. Can you do a German accent? I don't want to. All right, well, he said, did anyone ever say you look <laughs> yeah, after, like Mick Foley? After watching us both fail, you <laughs> like, don't want to try. Wanna- <laughs> and my response was just a uh, baby. I gave him nothing. Like, I was just like, I don't want to do this. Well, first he commented on your awful body language with you just with your I've arms seen this crossed, guy. I've, frowning. I've actually yeah. seen this guy before. I don't think he's funny, so I just was not into it. You've seen? Oh, he's like someone from TV. I've seen him uh, in the last time I was at the comedy store, like four oh, years ago. Oh. I remembered not liking him. Oh, he still sucks. So he came out. And I just went like, I'm not interested. There was this. no one else that you knew, like uh, that you that you like from. Oh, uh, um, Marin was there, yeah. and uh, the, S- the Scar brothers were there, and uh, the, that's the twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and there was a few people there that, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. And I, I mean, there were some funny people, but it yeah. was just this guy uh, was not. Um, you should have said to him, I saw you two years ago and you still suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would have been promptly kicked, it, kicked out. Yeah, he was not. Uh, but as soon as I started doing crowd work, we were up front and I said to Adam, yeah, I go, we, we were right. That's awful. Uh, this yeah, thank That's you. Awful. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I said to Adam, I go, Adam, I don't want to be up this close. And yeah. he's like, what do you mean? We're like, this is cool. We're up close. And I'm like, they're going to try to fucking talk to me. I was like having a cold sweat. Yeah, he was, and then he was dead, dying. And they, start, and they start coming on. They're like, the first time the girl pointed to me and you and she was like, how's Comic-Con? And we both <laughs> were just like laughed. And then she, thank God, moved on. But certain people in the front row, that every comedian was just like on them. And I'm like, dude, if, if I was one of those people, I'd be like, I'm not like a bad sport, but like I'm leaving. Like, yeah, because it's not it's it's not fun. Yeah, and you know, once you're put on the spot when you're not prepared to be from right. a person that's like a, prof- a professional yeah, yeah. speaker, it's just like I'm done. I'm done for. And it. Like, just dude, take me. I. I it, <laughs> but it's also this feeling of like not that crowd work isn't like a skill, but it's like you come out here clearly with no material, and you want to try to like riff off of me it's like no dude i'm like here to watch like don't involve me yeah. i'm not interested in being a part of the show you know yeah, the comedians don't have a lot whole lot to say you know yeah there was a lot more crowd work than i expected every yeah. single comedian was doing crowd and it was work. like the same people and it was some like, of them this were... person looks spanish and everyone like laughed and it's <laughs> yeah. like this is sucks you know yeah yeah well i have this thing where i have to be early everywhere i go so we were the first people in line and of course yeah they sat us right in front 
Yeah, it was, there was no, there was no avoiding it. I didn't yeah. really think that far ahead. The one dude was really funny, but he was doing crowd work, and so I would just not make eye contact. He would look <laughs> over, and I would go, "Yeah, yeah." Like I don't want him. Like even if he says, "Hey, you," I'll just pretend I don't know he's talking to me. Because are you supposed to respond? If they say like, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" They want something, you right. know, and that's that's tough. They- <laughs> <laughs> It's tough. It's like I. It's one thing. Like, well, they yeah. say like don't heckle, which I agree with. And there was a heckler there. Yeah, that's and the worst. That guy was the worst. Yeah, yes. How do you how do you become that? Well, the, he got yelled at by a lot of the comedians, but a lot <laughs> and of the them, crowd probably too. Right? Yes, like, yeah. No, and no eventually, one, he no, got kicked out. Yeah, no one, no one wants that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first, you're like, okay, he's doing his thing, and then you, but you in your head, you're like, this is not going to end well. This guy's not shutting up. Yeah. it sucked. <laughs> well, it is going back to our last episode. I, I do think that. Alcohol, as I say, surrounded in beers, is really <laughs> stupid. I mean, it's like it really is this. I mean, we talked about coffee before the uh, recording being this sort of like okay drug, but beer, or I mean, like alcohol, is this thing that like frustrates, angers, kills brain cells. You get like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you could feel great. You know, if we're chilling, I'm, I'm sure we're gonna have a great night. Yeah, know, drinking it, a few it beers, makes whatever. You dumber, but you know? it really is like this drug that, yeah, it, it, it's harmful. It's dangerous, and I see that more and more, like going out, where it's just like, oh, like see what it does to people. Yes, it makes you like I really, and I know I sound like a, a old man on. Well, you're a, drinking after yeah. because I, I am okay. Yeah, you exactly. Drink responsibly. I'm, I'm not against drinking, but it really is the, the culture of like we're gonna go out and get drunk and, and be idiots. It's just like. It really does make you stupid, though. And you mm. learn that. Like, when I was younger, I would do it. I would get, like, obliterated yeah. or whatever. And yeah. now I'll get, like, really drunk, and I'm, like, embarrassed by it. I wake up the next day, and my head hurts, and I go, oh, why did I say this? And, like, it's... Yeah. There's a line. You learn as you get older. Like, I want to get rid of some of my anxiety or some of my nerves, but I don't want to become completely moronic and out of... You know, and an idiot. And this guy, the last night, was a complete moron and out of control. Yeah, and I'm sure he's not like that i mean maybe he is maybe he's just a douchebag but it's like you know you you have a few drinks in you and all of a sudden like you just i mean you can feel it in your head you can right like i've had i've had those nights of drinking where it's just like i start to get like angry or anxious (laughs) or like something where like i gotta like shout something to this thing well even last night when i was on the third stiff drink i'm like yeah i'll take one more why not and then as i was drinking and i started getting like not lightheaded but you you just said you kind of like feel it in your head and i remember going like Ah, this one was probably a mistake. I'm just gonna slowly drink it, and that's yeah. gonna be it. Like you kind of learn if you're a drinker. Yeah, like okay, I, I better. But then you have uh, that guy who uh, he's not there yeah. yet. He's he was a... immediately a problem. Yeah, he, yeah. It was just very apparent. And it was, it was crazy how many comedians like placated it. They're like, "Oh, we'll play with this guy." I feel like if I was a comedian, like immediately I would have been like, "No, kick him out. Like get him yeah. out of here." Like immediately I would have been like, "I'm not dealing with that fucking asshole." You know. I think some of them try to play to the uh, hecklers. Like I know that there's one comedian in particular that every now and then pops up on my YouTube feed. Mm. Oh yeah. That's like like you know takes on a heckler. Yeah, like that's yeah, like his yeah. thing. Like he's the yeah, heckler. People. <laughs> the heckler slayer. <laughs> <laughs> there's those people. Yeah, that are like. Yes, where you'll see a YouTube thing where it's like, he takes on the heckler. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people love it. If they yeah, say yeah, yeah. anything to the heckler, everyone goes crazy because yeah, nobody likes the heckler, you yeah. know? Well, there's, uh, the first time I went to a comedy club was in Atlanta, and the owner of the club did like a short set, and uh, he called out a heckler, and it was hilarious. And then the next day, it occurred to me, the guy was a plant. Uh, I, it just like I was like, you know what? The way that that went down, 
that does happen. Yeah, yeah. I think that he did that, especially since he was the owner of the club. Too. I mean, it's all phony, right? It's like all like them pretending they're coming up with jokes, like hey! I mean, it's like it's all a bit. So it's like they're putting on a show. You can't get too mad about that. Yeah, no. but it, there's a phoniness to it for sure. But well, that, like, I think the, the when when you hear people shouting out and like a special that's recorded, right? That's almost I, I believe that's almost always a plan. Yeah, yeah. my brother saw um, Jim Norton. Right and, and was in line next to like a plant that was just like I'm gonna like this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anybody, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Norton's yeah. my brother-in-law. I'm like, yeah, yeah. broke the first rule of plant club. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, don't talk yeah. about plant club. Yo, I would kind of love it if that was a job. I want to be a plant. Like, right. like, can I just show up at comedy clubs and be like, "You suck," and then he says some smart aleck remark it's about like, me, and I'm like, "Oh, you got me." It's like <laughs> one rung below seat filler at like an award yeah. show. Yeah, and they gotta take yeah. me out. I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a villain. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan the plant. The the fucking heckler plant. I think that would be way too much pressure for you. Eh, it'd be different because All we'd be spotlight. in on it. We'd be in on yeah, it. Yeah, you're probably right. I'd you, just though. be shitting myself. <laughs> so I have a question um, based on what we were talking about last so, um, Last going, week. Going back into movies. You know, yeah. Because I still don't know if this is a movie podcast or not. It, it, it can be <laughs> if you like. I'm um, not even sure if it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it's time flies, man. I, know, time, you I told you time flies when you're in California. Yeah, it's true, yeah. dude. I've been here for a week. I think I'm staying. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. Um, um, do you think there's anything that you're missing from entertainment, like style, substance, anything that you think is missing from like film? I mean, we talked about the way things were, blah blah blah. You know, what's missing from today's you know film, particularly in film and, and television, like. You know, or are you generally satisfied with, you know, your... Well, I know Adam wishes there was more nudity, and that bothers him. <laughs> yeah. But I... I, I, I <laughs> um, it's a good question, actually. It's a really hard question, because I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, if you're okay with it, you know what I mean? Like, are uh, you... When you're flipping through Netflix or, or where you get the most current content, right. are you looking for something that's not available? And what is that? Or are you satisfied? <sighs> are you fishing for uh, new... Uh, artistic ideas yes to go so you're gonna ask us i'm gonna turn we, it into now yeah. i think we could i could speak for both of us when we say that we both feel like there's not enough michael mann movies <laughs> anymore well, we were talking about that last week yeah yeah, yeah. well do we mention that on the mics or was that off mic it was off mic it's the problem with having so many conversations off yeah. mic. oh that's right yeah that was off mic we're doing a project now and it and it, it plays on that no i think um like specifically, I don't know. You know, I don't think that there's anything specifically that I'm missing. I wish that I could give you a really good answer. Practical oh, effects. Cool. Yeah, I will, and yeah. You're already on top on of that. That's true. That's true. There's nothing is practical effects anymore. I I, I think that's yeah. You're sick of CG. CGI. I mean, it's just like it's it's the only thing that you got. It's right. your only option now. Right. So, I don't mind it when it's like you almost don't even notice it or it's done in a way where it's like, okay, what else were they going to do? But like for right. the most part, if, if something can be done practically, it's always cooler, I think. It's wild to watch um, primitive CGI, 90 CGI, like Deep Blue Sea. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. And to watch it on a new TV <laughs> oh, yeah. is just like it's you crazy. wonder like, it's like how, Space Jam. how you could have ever <laughs> taken it seriously. Yeah, but I guess like at a time. Did you take Deep Blue Sea seriously? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's the question <laughs> yeah, i took it super seriously 
I was so bummed when Samuel L. Jackson got eaten by that shark. Yeah, and it was just like, yeah, I loved it. I don't know, but it is a really good question, though. I'm trying to think, like, it's just you can't, you can hardly suspend your disbelief with the yeah. the primitive CGI, and even the the new CGI. It's tough. I, yeah. I just think that there was a feeling. I think movies used to have more patience. Mm. Like I even just rewatched Halloween. And because, uh, hey, the Halloween spooktacular. And, uh, <laughs> and I haven't seen the new one yet, although by the time this comes out, I'm sure I will have. But it's just like they, they kept talking about how the, the not the newest one, but the one before it was going to be like the original. It's just like the original. We're going back to it. And then you watch it and you're like, it's just like all the other sequels, yeah. you know, and it's fine. But it's like the first one like takes its time. I feel like yes. movies used to take their time more yeah. and they built up tension and then like you, you earned moments and now it's just like, I kill, you know, it's, it's really They don't take their time anymore. I don't know. I, does yeah, that no, make sense? I, I, totally. I think that's a good one. I, I, I think, um, you know, one thing, even, even like looking back on like watching, um, a movie like ET. Right. Right. Which I, which, you know, I, I watched it. It's been a few years now, but like, even like the, those old Spielberg movies, like he had a way. Poltergeist is another one, but yeah, where he had a Poltergeist was Toby Hooper, but Spielberg, you know, produced it. But still, like same. He was thing. all over. It's yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, he's yeah. All yeah. Over the fucking, but 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 even like mainstream movies in the day, like they had this sort of way of, of putting the camera, like ET, when the family's just like around eating pizza, right? Where the where the camera's just there. It's like cozy or something. It's a, it's like here's the world. Like let's observe it in right. this like real raw natural. Way. And this is Spielberg, who everyone views it as like the big mainstream guy. That's yeah. why like it's you know bring him up, but um. Yeah, that reality, that feeling of just like these are human beings, where yeah. it's not like I like for me now, you know, one thing that's really been kind of bugging me um, <clears throat> is is just like this ping ponging dialogue where I'm like now I have to sit with these characters, yes, and it's and it's a lot, it's, yeah. it's, it's things that I like sometimes, like but 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 they, you know, a lot of these shows where things need to be like stretched out now because it needs to be like six seasons where it's like and now we're going to sit down with these two people and they're going to talk yeah. about what's happening and they're going to talk about how they feel about what's happening and uh you know and yeah, so, so yeah, that's yeah. that's one thing i you know and that's kind of going off of what you're saying about like patience and like let the moment breathe and be, yes. be in this space with yeah, people yeah. You know? i i i missed that to be honest and even when we're, you mentioned like michael mann but even like a lot of those movies from the 80s and stuff i feel like that was just like people would look at it now and say that the pacing is too slow right and it's like Every, you know, it, that, it, the world has changed. I mean, if you look at like what happened, like it, it went from like YouTube to like uh, you know TikTok. It's like they want the quicker and quicker and quicker things, yeah. and they want like people to be bouncing and dialogue explosive. off. And, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And they, they yeah. don't have as much patience to be like, well, let's see where this goes, and like it, it builds. And I, I, some things do it, but I feel like for it's not as popular as it once was. Yeah. And so I, I. I I guess that's the first thing that popped an, an original idea every once in a while wouldn't be <laughs> yeah, too much yeah, to yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it seems like everything's a, a sequel, a remake, a reboot. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know. It just sounds like... The common complaint. The common complaint. The cliche. But it's true, though. It's, mm -hmm. it, I think, um, you know, what do they call it? IP. You know, it's like, if I want to get asses in seats, it has to have a name that everyone knows. Yeah. And it's like... You know, back in the day, they would invent new things that were, you know, homages inspired by stuff. But it would be like, okay, now we're getting to know a new character, a new adventure, a new like. And now it's just like, hey, how about another, you know, Indiana Jones? You know, he's eighty, <laughs> but let's do it. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, because just... it's going to make X amount of dollars, because even if it's terrible. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like Star Wars, it's like, hey, what if we made a whole thing about this character? And it's like nobody wants it, but we're all going to see it because it's Star Wars. Like, yeah. I miss where it was just like, let's try something new and see if fucking people want to see it. It's a tough one. I, th I think that, you know, 
those movies are being made. Like I said, when I moved out here, I said last week when I moved out here, like I would go to AFI Fest and like there are unique nuanced visions all over the world being made. Yeah. But I think, you know, people are hesitant to support it. People trash art house cinema and stuff like that. It's like those are the artists that are sticking their neck out. Yeah. I think. And it's like, even if, even if you like you hate that movie or whatever, you know, these are the people that I think we as like artists need to support someone that has the gumption to sort of go out there and, and create something new and create something nuanced because I think what's happening is not only our producers saying this is the only thing that people want this is like like superhero films this is the only thing that people want this is the only thing that sold or this is the biggest thing that makes the most money and therefore it should be the only thing that's sold but on top of that you know like every time I, I see a movie that I love like I, I if I see a movie that's just like wow I've never seen anything like that and I'm so you know, moved by it, right. and I need to watch it again. I go on Rotten Tomatoes because I'm a masochist, <laughs> and, and, and and I just see like a hundred um, comments of just like this movie's trash. It doesn't mean anything. I watched ten minutes of it and I walked away. Like, why are you? Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like yeah. there's nothing good about this, and it's just like I don't. And it's like, look, man, like these are the artists that are being snuffed out. Like before, we were talking about. It, yeah, yeah. If that, it's not for you. Then okay, don't watch it. It's not for you. But yeah. like, don't don't shit on it because this person's actually trying to do something that they care about. Yeah, they're sticking. I mean, and or pub, or you know what I mean. Like, like try to get people to not watch. Like, don't mm. don't watch that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because those are the guys that are gonna. I mean, like, look at the end of the day. Like, um, David Lynch has such an illustrious career because Mel uh, Brooks had the foresight to watch a Razorhead and be like, this dude needs to make a biopic on. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who else would? Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah. But that's Elephant like, Man, right? He Elephant Man, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, great, great movie, yeah, right? Yeah, Like, but you know, he had the balls to be like, look, this this crazy guy. Like, he put, he had a singular vision that he was devoted to. He, like, you know, like let's get, and he wasn't making money on on uh, a razorhead and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. So now, like, you, like we talked about, so many people are making films that are just being thrown into the ether. And they're kind of just being buried. So any artist, I, I think there's tons of great artists out there that are like that have new things to say. That have, I think they're just being snuffed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean by? Uh, now who's a guy like that? Like, like uh, Steve Craig. Yeah, he's he's out there. He's out there doing it. I'm fighting the good fight, man. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm worried, you know. And then every now and then, like a comic book movie will be directed by like an Ocher, and it's like, oh, he's getting to do a comic book movie, and it's like. You know, it's great that he's getting a, a good payday, but I'm sure he's probably like, yeah, I'd much rather be making my fucking movie. Give me some money, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to make the thing I want to make. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I guess the two big guys that come to mind for me um, are uh, the, who's the Greek guy that did um, the Lobster oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. Killing of the I, Sacred I, I don't Deer? Think I can pronounce his name. And, yeah, and he's come out. He yeah. did. Uh, he did. Uh, uh, what was the? the movie he did before that is oh it? the dog tooth dog tooth yeah with the family yeah oh, that's a wild movie i've actually never yeah. seen any of those movies oh dude yeah this guy's on another level and i feel like every time one of those movies came out i was like oh i'm gonna see that and then i just never ended up seeing it yeah i remember i listened to john c Riley when he was i guess he was in the lobster and he was promoting it and i had never heard of this this director or the lobster or anything and he said something like uh this is the closest thing you're ever going to see to Stanley Kubrick ever again. <laughs> I, I do feel like I'm sort of – sometimes I'm part of the problem. I'm not like a huge comic book guy, but I think sometimes – I think what happens is, is like life is hard and so people just want like an easy escape. Mm. They don't want something that challenges them too much or depresses them or puts them in like – you know, puts them in a dark place because they're like, life is already sucks enough so I just want to have fun <laughs> for two hours. Yeah. I think it's something that seems to be more nowadays. That's valid. But, you know, I, I – Listen to did you guys? 
listen to um, Chuck Palahniuk being interviewed by uh, Joe Rogan. I, I was on a big Chuck Palahniuk kick. Uh, I no, I never yeah, I haven't yeah, heard it. Yeah, oh, I used yeah. to read Chuck Palahniuk a bunch back yeah, in the day. I, I like him more than I like his books. I love listening to like okay. what he has to say and yeah. what, and and um, and you know he talked about his struggles making it as a writer. And one of the reasons was because everyone's idea of what a book needs to be is it lulls you to sleep with something you relax to. It's something you put on your night. Right. Like, right. You know, and he's, he comes up with something like guts. Right. You know, yeah. that, that, that makes yeah. you throw up. He's like, this is it's not unpleasant what, this is not what writing is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. And it took him, you know, it took him years to figure out a story that got to be, and then, and then uh, now he's, you know, one of the most, one of the most famous writers right. out there. Um, but I think that goes back to, you know, talking about how, you know, this might be what most people want, but it doesn't mean there's not an audience for other things. I love, look, I love like a good, a nice Hallmark movie or a <laughs> Lifetime movie, something I can like shut off my head to. I will I, say that that is not too much of what I'm watching. Yeah. When I said that I like an escape, I was not necessarily I, I, talking. I could dig those movies, man, you know what I mean? But I that's also. surprising take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the hottest take today. Yeah, yeah. I was oh thinking like a, maybe like a blockbuster movie and you're like, <laughs> I fucking love Hallmark. You know? <laughs> Yeah, man. Is, is, is she gonna fall in love with the fucking guy? I gotta know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. If I've seen any of these, she will. She definitely will. <laughs> yeah. They'll both learn a lesson from each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... He's got to lighten up, and she's got to stop working so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's why it's like, uh, like I never was into superhero films, but I I've seen a few that I liked, but I'm not like a, like a crazy person with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. We, that's what I mean. Like I, I go online and I just see all these people, and it's almost always like, and I guess what's always disappointing to me is like it's, a lot of times you find out that because it'll be part of their comments because it'll be like this long autobiography if anyone that knows me knows that i like this kind of thing and that kind of thing like, <laughs> that's you know, so true and, you know and, and anyone who knows me knows that i yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So i true. normally like these kind of movies but you know and they talk about how like their film their film majors and blah 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 and it's just like that's to me like what, what what i guess disappoints me is that like you know even if i'm not into something you know i i um i want to support any artist that sticks their neck out puts in the effort to try something, you know, new, to try something mm. daring. I mean, it's hard to make a movie. It's, oh, it is hard. I, I, and you would know. <laughs> it's expensive. You, it's time consuming. Yeah. You made Waking Nightmare. Yeah. Now. That's my first feature film. Yeah. I want to, I want to, um, Brian and I watched it. I want to know more about it. So your, your buddy yeah. wrote it and then you directed mm -hmm. it. Is that how it, how it happened? How'd you meet that guy? Um. So he was, it was. What's his know. name again? His name is Brian Farmer. Okay. And um, I, it started where, um, I don't know where, a man, some kind of ad where he's looking for help for a feature film. And um, I was like, hey, man, I'll, you know, what do, what do you need? At that point, I was helping, you know, I was just kind of like showing up to random sets, you know, like seeing what, mingling with different filmmakers, you know, just getting, and um, it was in this like church basement. But I say that, but it was like a big, like awesome church basement in Pasadena, you know, like all kinds yeah. of different. And, and um, it was just him and a girl with a camera and a couple actors. And it was really simple. And we had, we had a good, good time making this film. I don't think the film was ever released. Then he's like, do you want to assist and direct uh, a film that I'm making? And it's got like a girl from Pitch Perfect in it. And um, Eric Roberts is going to be in it. Whoa. And, uh, <laughs> and I, yeah, and I show up to this, uh, to this set. Now we're, now we're in Big Bear um, filming, you know, with like a, with like a, a, a truck full, like a one ton grip equipment, a crew. We've right. got a caterer. Like, you know. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like now it's like, oh, this guy's got a trajectory. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. So, um, all, you know, like I came out here just looking for movies, uh, looking for people to make movies with. And 
so we met up. He's like, look, I want you. Um, at that part, I was doing Splat Chat. I was doing Cinema and Steve. Uh, with, oh, that's right. The YouTube thing. Yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. the YouTube thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we talked about doing a movie together. And he had a script. Um, and he asked me if I want to like co-direct it with him. I said, yeah, like look at this guy that's, you know, making his way up, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, got Eric Roberts. Yeah, he's state. got <laughs> Eric Roberts. Who, yeah. by the way, will, and I don't mean this in an insult, because he, he will act in anyone's movie. Like, <laughs> okay. he will. like he was actually making a documentary or a book or something, and I don't know if it's been released, but what, what? Where, where he was like acting in every. Thing, like every the butter boys are gonna call, gotta, up, gotta, Eric. call <laughs> up Eric. I don't know if he's still doing it, but I know like he's yeah. Yo, he, Eric. He will like he will do it. So will Lloyd Kaufman if you if you call him. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman's cool about that show. Yeah, he'll do <laughs> which I think is great, man. I think that guy. Yeah. Well, you know, we ought to. You and uh, Jeff interned for for Trauma, and, and yeah. we, we got that uh, that uh, cameo from him. We ought to fucking hit up Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> you definitely can. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the idea was basically uh, he he directs the actors, I direct the the visual. He wrote the script, I took care of the post production. Um, I don't know. Does that answer? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how much more I want to say. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that yeah, that, that's kind of that was it. So it was like my job to make it look a certain way. It was his job to. He got um, Diane Franklin, which I was really excited about. Uh, yeah, what yeah, was she in? I I remember I remember you saying years ago, maybe I'm wrong, but Amityville, right? Didn't you like her in one of the Amityville? I hard? can't believe you remember that. Yeah, I do remember it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, so I went through a huge Diane Franklin kick when we the time we were doing Summer Dog. Yeah, I remember this. And um, of course, I know her from like Bill and Ted and yeah. a, a Better Off Dead. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Terror Vision, uh, Last American Virgin is one of her big roles, right? Um, and I, yeah, I just went through this kick of just like, who is this '80s gem? You know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. who plays these sort of like daring roles and plays like kind of different characters, and also has a very distinct, unique look. Um, so he called me. We had a few different people that we wanted for that role, um, and then he called me. He was like, "What do you think of Diane Franklin?" I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> I forgot, dude. When I looked her up on IMDb and I saw that she was in like Amityville Horror like yeah. two or whatever, I'm like, "Oh, I remember." Steve liked. Like it was so cool yeah. that I was like, "Good for him for getting to work with." Her. And she's great in the yeah. movie, by the way. I, I, I mean, I think she's great in that movie. I think I, I, man, I've watched. I've had to watch the footage of that film till you know it made me sick. You know, and and I never got tired of watching her. Um, certain moments that she did, like the like her in this in the last scene. I don't know. I don't want to. We don't spoiler. have to say yeah. the fucking but, scene. But yeah. her in that scene, um, you know, toward, towards the end. Like there are things that she does that like yeah, I've, I've watched it a hundred times and I'm like man that's so good. Yeah, it's such a fun yeah. One I, of one of my favorite scenes actually was the. It's not a spoiler. The, no, this isn't a spoiler. Is the laundry basket scene? Where she, like, yeah. What like what does she say? Look in the laundry basket. And she's and her, and her daughter's not <laughs> yeah. looking in the laundry basket. Yeah. And uh, it kind of reminded me of Carrie or something like that. Where there's this yes. really tense mother-daughter thing where you know something really demented's <laughs> happening and then the father comes in at the very end and undercuts everything. <laughs> that guy was hilarious. Yeah, who, yeah. who is that guy? <laughs> so that's uh, Jameson Newlander. That's the guy from Lost Boys. Um, and the thing with Waking Nightmare, so it, it did take a little while to make um, because I hated it at one point. Like, I really, really hated it. Uh, and I really wanted to, like... I kind of remember that four years ago when I came, we, you showed me and Chris a... 
an early version, and I do feel you were you were feeling a little negative about really, it. Really, really yeah. negative yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, I also think like I mean, do you remember watching it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do, I, do, where were we? It was like a little studio. You yeah. Had. So I literally like it was such a look. Uh, Martin Scorsese has that quote about how if you haven't gotten sick when you see the first cut of your film, you did something wrong. <laughs> That's the one thing I know I did right. You know, because <laughs> like, like I saw the first cut of Waking Nightmare, and I was just like, oh my god, like that's it my my like everything's over like it ends here it was not it was it wasn't i was not happy and um um you know brian and i had a little bit of a disagreement because i thought we should have finished the film yeah and he thought we should make a different film oh wow (laughs) you know so that caused a lot of you know tension between us and um i i was like wow i got duped and i took the footage from the i took all the footage they wanted to release it the way it was, um, which was yeah, not good. And, and we got some offers too, like to, to show it like in a, you know a, a festival or whatever. We were going to open for um, the new Chucky movie, the new Child's Play movie, oh, wow. the Cult of Chucky. Wow, I give you credit for not immediately jumping on that because yeah. that's a big movie. It, it, yeah, but this, yeah, I, I I appreciate that, but like it was. It was not good. Like this is not the movie that I made. Like this is not a movie. Yeah. Like I can't put my name and say that I directed this thing. So I took the footage and one of the first things it's probably did, better than the Cult of Chucky. I mean, debatable. <laughs> 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 but I uh, yeah, I took it to a, a small studio. My idea was like I'm gonna get a space far away from LA. That's eventually what led to like this mm-hmm. move. Get a space away from LA. Um, where I have my own like space, it's away from everything, and I just like get to work on this movie. And I got a uh, a studio, like a rehearsal studio, yeah. in Santa Ana. Okay. Un- unbeknownst to me, was kind of a crack den. <laughs> And this is how we fall back into you being at Skid Row. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was at Skid Row for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we went there and I was yeah, so it, like psyched. Like, oh, cool. We're going to get to see. Like, it was cool. It was fun. I, I remember showing you guys and like the whole time, my guts. Oh, and, that had to be brutal. Because and, and, and it wasn't, I mean, you guys did nothing, no, nothing wrong, obviously, but it was just like, I'm. You're waiting to see how we're going to react. And to there things. was like no reaction. Uh, I, I, I thought, I thought, I thought that. I don't remember. Ma- maybe what, it was in my head, but it was just kind of like. I guess it looks kind of okay. I think we also, I can only speak for myself, but I think I also felt awkward because I'm like, he's looking at me to see how I'm going to react to I this. Was probably like, I was probably like scowling at you. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I'm unaware. Like, he's looking at me to see how I'm going to react to this. So like, how am I supposed to react to this? Like, it was an yeah. awkward way of seeing a I movie. Get, I get that. But it was like, yeah, that's what I would be like. I would show people this. So I was like, I know it sucks, all right? I know it sucks. <laughs> just watch it. You hate it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me you hate it. It was just yeah, like, yeah. no, it's go it's, ahead, it's just good. Just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, your, I don't your, know. Your biggest fuck up was picking Ryan. As <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a huge fuck up. I was just like, <laughs> but going back to Jameson Newlander, another decision that I had to make was to cut Corey Feldman because we did have Corey Feldman. For what? The film, and I did cut. Get out of here. So, Dude, so now I'm almost feeling like maybe you. <laughs> You gotta have Corey Feldman if you Dude, got Corey this Feldman. This guy has no. the biggest cojones <laughs> ever. I got rid of him. Why? I, fired well, him. I, I don't think I've ever seen any of his shit. Oh, do we? Any need Corey to... Feldman shit and from your movie? <laughs> well, I didn't, we didn't film anything from it. What was the problem? So, so here's the thing. Um, you can shit on Corey Feldman. I don't think anyone's uh, gonna bother. I think everyone. Okay. Yeah. Well, all it's right. up to you. But I. No, I mean it's not. Uh, all right. So we, the idea was we were gonna get Jameson Newlander, who plays the dad. Mm. And Corey Feldman. And the two of them together were the Frog Brothers from The Lost Boys. Oh, wow. Right. And it was going to be the first time the Frog Brothers reunite. Holy shit. Dude, that would have been like... And it was written about in Fangoria. 
and everything like waking nightmare like that there was an article that would have a lot of attention wow. sure yeah how yeah. are you not going to do that cuz it was dog shit cuz cuz it was it was literally like I, dude i don't i got to be honest with you yeah. i don't think i would have had your guts yeah i think i would have been like this th- and we, I'm ta- not we saying- talk about celebrity like i'm not in this for celebrity, dude, like, but that would have got your foot, like that would have got into a what, Ryan? Yeah, into into what? Yeah. Corey Feldman's I, in my movie. I really want to hear this, man. Yeah, yeah. I really want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so, so, you know, it's 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 like we we had we also had a guy that gave us money specifically to get Corey Feldman, right? And that's where um, things got, you know, because I was like, look, it's a really low budget movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think when you watch it, like. It's below a lot of trauma movies. Like the budget is below a lot of short films. Mm. It's yeah. below music videos. Like it yeah, is. But there's a, a lot of trauma movies that look a lot worse than your movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it, I, I hope so. Because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the point I'm trying to make. Is like it's 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 a really really low budget movie, and I worked really hard. I love trauma, by the way. I worked re- really hard um, towards making this as good a production as mm-hmm. I could have. That was my job. And that's what I took really and that's what I wanted this to be was to make this as good a film by you know all the things that I've learned from loving films my whole life from going out into life and and thinking about like what I what stories I want to tell and what kind of visual things I want to tell. And um you know look it comes down to like the 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 biggest mistake that I that I beat myself up self up on was that I was not thrilled with the script. Okay. And I thought, you know what? I'll just make this movie and it'll be my first movie and I'll move on. But as things progressed, it was like, oh no, like this is a lot of chatter. Mm. It's not a lot of horror. There's no creepiness. There's no, um, uh, you know, there's no eeriness, but there's, there's no voice, you know, unique voice to it. There's no, there's no feeling. There's no experience. Mm. There's just like chatter over here. Here's these two silly guys and they're doing that thing. And there's still some of that in the film. There's still like, oh, look at those two silly guys. But at the beginning, it was just like, there were so many great ideas that it, there's things I loved about the script, loved about it. Um, But I wanted to explore deeper the idea that this girl that can't sleepwalk, that sleepwalks, that doesn't know that she's killing people. The the idea of having night terrors or being stuck in a nightmare. It's a terrifying idea. It's a really cool, you know what I mean? And and even like the other things, I, I just, nothing ever gets fully explored because it's just, it's an idea that's just sort of showered with um, and and this is where my disdain for like dialogue kind of came in. Where mm. what we talked about before, uh, it's just like oh, and and now these guys chatter about something, and now these guys over right, here chatter yeah, yeah. about something. And Corey Feldman's in my movie. Do you want to watch it? Like, so now, was he just there to chat? Like, was he not? It, the character was completely, you know, the character was completely. Uh, it made no difference. It was non. It had it had no effect. It added nothing. It, it added was just nothing there other because it was Corey Feldman. Feldman. Because yeah. Corey Feldman's in my movie. Have you like? All right. So yeah. anyway. So then add on to that. He's by far the most expensive thing. Like oh, by yeah. thousands oh, of dollars, yeah. the most expensive thing. Add on to that that he has this cult of angels that he's going to bring on a I, set. I was oh, literally yeah. going to ask you if he brought the we've angels. S- we've seen the music video <laughs> yeah, of yeah. his angels. That like that like oh, and we're going to need to feed them, and we're going to need to oh, do this and that. You have God. to feed the angels. We need to. We need to. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> like I get it, Corey Feldman. You know the name. Like I, 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 I know like that's exciting, and that would be like wow, but 
And he's in a lot of big horror movies, but if he's going to be a pain in the ass and expensive and he's not adding anything to the actual movie. I would say the other final, that maybe maybe even the final nail where, where I was just like, look, like this is how I kind of like won the argument was like, go look at the IMDb page of Corey Feldman. Yeah, yeah. Go look at the last five films he's been in. Have you seen them? Yeah. Probably Did last you f- go see a film yeah. because Corey Feldman is in it? Yeah. Or do you see a film because you heard it's bitching or weird or, yeah. or crazy yeah. or something unique? Let's be honest. I don't think Corey Feldman has sold a movie since like 88. Yeah. <laughs> last, last five movies. Yeah. So, so even as a business decision, yes, it's exciting to say like, oh, I worked with Corey Feldman and you know that name, but that's not what I'm doing. And, and you know, no, that's Take respect. Take it for what it is. If it's a bad sh- decision, you know. No, I wasn't no, shitting on you. No, that was an amazing decision. No, I'm not I, shitting on I, you. I think I'm, it's like, it was coming from a place of respect. I wouldn't have had that guts, I don't think. I think it's awesome that you... That I like you, to say I fired Corey Fellman, but the truth is I just told like my colleagues or whatever, you know, my fellow, my, my partners that like, I'm not, we're not, like we need to put that money into making this film better right. and not... Corey just Feldman. having Corey Feldman be there, say, so that so that I can say Corey Feldman's in this. I don't want that to be the selling, but do you want that to be the selling right, point right, of your right. film? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, Corey, yeah. Like I, I got the guy from that used to be a kid actor that you like. <laughs> you, you broke up I, the Frog Brothers, you I bastard. Did. But I do think I do think that's in, in practice. And, and I talked to and again shout out to Ken. I talked to my buddy Ken. He's like, look, Corey Corey Feldman's not. He's a good actor. He saw him in a. He did see him in a movie because because Ken, you know, the guy that used to work with Fangoria, like he watches everything. Like he watches. You know what I mean? I, I could I can talk. Like, he probably if, if some movie that you made when you were like a eight years <laughs> yeah. old, you know, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I know that movie." Like he's <laughs> like he's just like he deep dives and he just watches movies. So he told me about this movie. I think it was called um, "The Birthday Party" or something like that. that. Sounds familiar. Something like that. Yeah, and um, something about a birthday. And he was like, "Watch that movie and see what his strengths are because he really can act." Give him something. That like of substance, giving right. something, and I love that idea, and I like the idea of reuniting the frog brothers. I don't mind that, but that wasn't in that was taking away. If if we did that with this movie, that feeling that I got when I watched the first, um, the first cut would have been way worse. Yeah, and you just never could find a good place for him. It just, I mean, if look, like I said, I wasn't crazy about the script. I wanted there to be revisions. I, I that was the that was the worst battle that I lost was that there was no revisions. If we were to sit down mm. and say, how do we work this into the script? How do we work this into a girl that doesn't know that she's killing? How do we work this into mm. it? you know? What I mean, that would have been great, but but there was no willingness to revise. It was just like, no, this is the script I wrote. I wrote it. He wrote it in two days, and he was like, this is the script I wrote. This is what it is, and. By the way, a lot of people feel that way. Like a lot of am, uh, a lot of younger writers feel that way. This is how I wrote. This is what I need to do. I think you need to be willing to adapt your idea. I think you need to be willing to revise. Well, they say the same thing that um, that uh, I guess Scorsese said about your first draft of your movie. They say that about writing. They say writing is like a rewriting. Yeah, it's just like it you, should be. Yeah, you, you're constantly you write, and then you have to have the guts, and it's it is hard, but you have to have the guts to look at it and go. Okay, I have to change this. I have to you know do this differently and change that. And it it, it takes work to craft it into the per- perfect thing. Yeah, the I mean, story. I love writing, and I'm more addicted to that than anything. Because I and that's what I mean. I don't even relate because mm. it's like it's like I like the idea of chiseling out, like as if you're making uh, you know well, that's the a sculpture, idea. like chiseling out right. that, and then exploring this idea and, and like how do I put and how do I relate to that person? Right, how right, do right. I bring that? Yeah. I mean, even even the nightmare thing in Waking Nightmare. Like the idea that she, you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, I've had uh, sleep paralysis since I was 
something. Uh, really young. Yeah. Really young. Like a child. I've, I've dealt with sleep paralysis. I've dealt with false awakenings. I've dealt with like all of the like, yeah. wake induced lucid dreaming. Um, that's something that I could bring personal and truthful. Yeah. And I tried to after the fact. You know what I mean? So that's uh, so, um, a lot of the scenes in Waking Nightmare are things that I had to craft after filming Waking Nightmare, like a like a number of scenes. Mm. Well, I, I feel like I related. I remember watching it, and I've never slept walk, but I remember thinking, like even last night we had to sleep in a hotel room, and I'm like, Adam, if I if I speak in my sleep, don't ever repeat any of this stuff that I said <laughs> because I have like I have like nightmares a lot. I have really bad dreams, and so yeah. like I watching it, I was like, I could really relate to the idea. Sleep is like scary to me almost. Yeah. So like I thought that was really cool. Really? Yeah, I did. So really? I think, yeah, I did think it was a mistake to for the doctor to prescribe her Ambien, though. <laughs> I feel like that would make everything a lot worse. And that's another thing I would have liked to explore more in the script, because yeah, I mean, it is just like Ambien, something that right, it's like in our culture, like Roseanne ruined Roseanne's career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like it's something that we can talk about a little more, yeah, like yeah. like the doc, or also just doctors. Um, Overprescribing, over stuff exactly. Yeah, you can really get into that yeah. too. Harmful medication, and that's the yeah. dude from American Werewolf in London. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I David was, Naughton, which who, is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. He, he was every everyone in the movie. The, the actors were just great. Yeah, they're all like really fun. They're all cool. I, really, I, I, really great to work yeah. with. Yeah, David Naughton was a really fun guy. Um, Diane Franklin, man, she was so cool. She was like. She just had the spirit. One of the things in in like filmmaking that I think is that I you know is. is that I see a lot is um, people that are afraid to like do things like, oh, we can't shoot here. We're going to get in trouble. We can't like yeah. get blood splatter on here. We're going to get in That's trouble. That's very true. You, you know what I mean? Like, you get that. And, I, and I'm always like, do it. Yeah. This is a movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is just going to exist. Like, we're going to film it, and then that's it. Like, whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll fix it later, I mean, for, for better or worse. But No, I actually think that's pretty cool. I wish I had more confidence like that. That's... Dude, I, I did a, a – well, what I was going to say is Diane Franklin had that spirit of just, like, we're doing this. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? People are like, can we smoke in this house? Like, Diane – and I taught her. I taught her how to smoke a cigarette. That was one of the things. Get um, out of here, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I taught her. And, and if you watch the movie, in it, twice in the uh, uh, laundry basket scene when it starts with that shot of her like yeah. smoking the cigarette, yeah. um, you know that that's when I taught her. And then there's the other scene where um, um, Jan Birch, who's in, who's from. Uh, People under the stairs. I was just gonna say, I've, I've seen that guy before yeah. too. He's on, yeah. yeah, he's in People Under the Stairs. Who's another guy? Madman. He's like, I'm going for it. Like, yeah. I think he. he I don't you know, know what I'm talking about the guy with the yeah, army jacket. Right, yeah. I think I've seen him. I think he did a thing with Tim and Eric once. I think I. I, th I think so. I he could be wrong. Should if he I could be wrong. Him. I think so though. Yeah, he would be right for Tim and Eric. I mean, he <laughs> is a madman, and um, and uh, so oh yeah, so Diane Franklin. I taught her how to smoke a cigarette, and in that scene. There's her like there's when when Jordan the main character is like waking like she might be waking up. That's there's things I love about the movie. About it. I really do at this point. I, I I do think it's a fucking cool movie that yeah. people should check out. It's not that long. I think it's where is it being? Where can they see it? Is it going to be released somewhere? Well, we're shopping it. I mean, we have a sales agent right now. I I think um, there's a couple different distrib distributors. We've gotten a couple offers. Um, I know it's going to be distributed. I know it's going to be on Amazon Prime. Everything's on Amazon Prime. Well, that's that's a good enough. Sure, you know, it's yeah, going to be on Amazon. It Prime. seems yeah. it seems like a sh it would be perfect for Shutter. Yeah, the thing that I heard about Shutter, I, and I didn't read this, but um, people people give me warnings about Adult Swim and Shutter have the same thing where if you submit it to Shutter, 
they might decide we want to take it, but we have exclusive rights to it. In oh, other words, that's yeah. no good. Uh, and they might shelf it, or they might put it do on whatever their, they want with put it. Put it on their platform for a week, and then say it's Yeesh. not. Bite, no one's biting. Yeah, so exactly. throw it out, and then they have it now. And now, and now like yeah. I can't show my movie anywhere else. No, yeah. that sucks. I, yeah. I've heard that with Shutter, and I've heard that with Adult Swim. So th- those two, those are two places that I'd love to make mm. to to be seen at. Yeah, but yeah, that if that's true, like that's nerve wracking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but real quick, I was, so I was going to say, yeah, so as she's waking up, there's the scene where Diane Franklin is uh, lighting the cigarette. It's, one, it's like, one, again, one of those small moments that I love in the movie. Mm. Like, the, like, I wonder if anyone notices this stuff. Probably not, right? So, um, and, she, <laughs> and she, like, and, she, and she's getting on. She's like, God damn it. I can't please, fucking <laughs> And she's, like, trying to do it. And I leave it all in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, when you hear her, like, oh, God, oh it's all real? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. She's trying to, like, she's like, God, Jesus Christ. Like, cigarette. <laughs> and I leave it all in. And I sort of, like, because a lot of what I did with the editing was, like, how do I, what you like, what you talked about. Like, how do I make this longer moment? How do I make this, like, which we breathe, like you said. Yeah, breathe. You're living in that world, right? And then when I saw that, I was just like, it, it, I mean, it genuinely made me laugh. But it's also in this like dark moment, and I thought that's great. Like that's a way to elongate this sort of thing. Yeah. Is like have her. So yeah, I mean, but the point is, uh, Diane was just like just a great spirit to have on set. Like so, you know, positive all the time, and just one. And 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 Shelly, you know, from uh, Pitch Perfect. She's in all the Pitch Perfect movies. I don't really watch those, but I've uh, never seen them. But that's still pretty cool. Yeah, she's she's one of the singers of the Pitch Perfect movies, and uh, she's the main character. And uh, I, she's just like she's just great, man. Like the things that that she went through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like the scene that we did of her in the back of the car and like her getting oh right right fucked right, up right, by yeah, yeah, you yeah. know by Jan, the Jan Birch scene and like she right, was yeah. she was a trooper, man. Mm. You know, like it was not it wasn't a lot of flattering work. And hey, you're in it. I am. I am. Did you recognize me? You know what? Dude, we, both of us. We were both. Was that Steve? Huh? I actually, I knew too because I had seen it, but I yeah, forgot. Yeah. So yeah. when I rewatched it, I said to Chris, I'm like, Steve's in this, right? And he's like, yeah. He's, I'm like, I thought so. I think and that's he a did good, the same thing to me. Yeah, that's a good sign that you were able to just disappear into the universe of this I, I, movie. Because I knew it. I'm I wasn't watching like, oh, you, Steve. I'm watching you. Know? Like, I know that that's Steve, but is it? <laughs> a lot, yeah. yeah. And that actually, same with my buddy Curtis, who who you'll meet later um, watched it twice and the second time was like that's you like, like <laughs> both times you know which is I mean look I, I was the film I, I, I'm so grateful and loved the experience of, of making that film but it was like I wasn't sleeping I wasn't eating I was I was always on edge. I was constantly working, and I wasn't supposed to play that role. It was supposed to be oh, I'm gonna forget I'm forgetting everyone's name but Pruitt that the actor that's like in the beginning of uh Office space that dies. That actor that's like that big oh. guy with the mole oh. on his head. Oh, yeah. wow. okay. we were trying. We were trying to get him. So it was supposed to be like this big, like gross guy. <laughs> like that was the idea. Was like make him like this big gross guy who like with this girl. I know that guy. I've seen that guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, Pruitt something. And then Brian was like, "Oh, you could just do it." And I'm like, "Ew, dude, you like, how am I? <laughs> <laughs> right. you know?" But I was like, "All right, I'll I'll do it." But how do I? Ma- I'm gonna again like transform i don't want to just be steve i'm not right. scary you know what yeah. i mean like i'm not and i'm and and i want to be this gross guy you know so mm-hmm. i came up with the, i got a uh security guard jacket i kind of tried to because again like a lot of things in the film i didn't think it was explored as much as i would have liked to but i thought in my head like um this guy you know is a night shift tweaker mm. uh he's just completely 
out of his out of his mind. Like he's he's on crack. He's not going to keep a job. He doesn't keep any jobs very long. And uh, he, you know, and and that like frustration that because I've had people like, why is he so angry? Why is he so this? Because that's how I felt a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's nothing. Like to people are just like, no, oh, that's not a person. It's like it is though, because that's me. It's me. <laughs> like that was how I felt. Like I I needed like at that point of the film, like the amount of sleep that I lost, the weight that I lost. I was on. Uh, I. I I, I did Adderall for a short period of time, like to get, which is not a great thing to do. Yeah, you were you were looking pretty frail, really right, there. really yeah. skinny, and uh, yeah, my diet was like Adderall, cigarettes, and coffee, and I was just like up all night, what, like, who, oh, like like Christian Bale, yeah, pretty like, much. I mean, dude, I, 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 like, hey, like I did want to go there, like I'm not as good as Christian Bale, but I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna throw myself into it as right, hard right. as I can, and um, like I said, I, I, I wish that that character had a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know. Explanation is the right word, but I I do think we could have like figured out how to work him more into the plot a little better. But I do like that there's no explanation to why this guy's so on edge all the time because that's how I felt, <laughs> and that's how like when I when I see a tweaker on the street or whatever, there's no like backstory, there's no explanation. It's just that's and, that guy, and and exactly, and that, like this girl who walks herself into danger unknowingly. You know, suddenly sees this guy who's just like explosive, yeah, yeah, volatile. You know, who knows what's gonna happen? Right. So, yeah. So you like acting? I love it. I only, but I only do. I don't pursue it. Like yeah, I only, it's, it's just like if it comes to you, it comes to it you. It comes to me, and I throw my. I, I will say, like I throw myself into it as hard as I can. Like if you wanted me to act in a movie. And you want to be like, I will method that shit. Because I'm not, you know why? Because it's because I'm not really an actor. So to me, the best result I'm going to get. To have to do it, you'd have to really. Is to torture myself somehow <laughs> so that I'm something completely different. You know, like I also got like the haircut. I, yeah. I dyed my hair black. I, I like sprayed my hair black, you know. I, I got. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's true. I yeah. got the Zappa stash with the little oh, Zappa. Yeah, that's right. the Zappa yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I physically transformed myself and literally like, and that whole time, that was, you know, the whole time I wasn't. I was direct, yeah. I was directing the least during that whole. Th Brian really took the reins during that whole sequence because it was just like I kept myself really tense and I yeah. and I yeah smoked a lot of cigarettes and tried to give me, <laughs> you know. But yeah, so that's the story of that. <laughs> and then right after it wrapped, did you just start eating cheeseburgers and trying to? Adam's you calling know, you come, fat. I think come back. You can no, tell. no, you can just tell. like get it all back. Yeah, did you just like try to transform no. back to Steve? No, no because you, I saw. Did, is that when you wound up at Skid Row? <laughs> <laughs> Before when he mentioned crack, I was. <laughs> gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> no no it, it took a little time before i started gaining the weight back because yeah i think uh you know i was hard on myself when i saw the first cut of the film i was hard on myself at the way certain things went again like looking back i'm really grateful that i had first of all i need i need to make movies like i need to i'll die if i don't mm. i need to make another one i'll die if i don't make a movie that that's cool I think that's I awesome. Like, I, to me, it's torment. But. I I worry. I don't have that, yeah. but I uh, we're we're filming something now, and I and, it, and it's nowhere near as hard as fucking that. But it's hard, and I will be like, you know what though? When I complain, I have to remind myself like it's a good problem to have because sure. eventually, especially at my fucking level, which is like the bottom of the bottom, it's gonna stop. Everyone's gonna grow up and like already. It's harder to get a hold of friends because people have lives and stuff. So I'm like, this is going to run out eventually. And I'm going to be miserable without it. So I'm like, yeah. as, as much as this sucks, it's a cool problem to have. 
I, I like I enjoy having this. But uh, having said that, you're probably right. It would probably be nice to not have the compulsion to do it at all. Sure, <laughs> but no, you're you're absolutely right. Like I, you know, when you the more you travel and the more you like see the world, it's just like there are people that like step on grapes for twelve hours a day to make right. to make wine, and they get paid fifty cents, and they like, like this you know, is fun. You know what I mean? Like our problems are awesome. Our problems, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think life is awesome. Like I really do. I think life is grand, and and you really can do what you want to do. I you love really that you can. think that I wasn't going to go that far, but. I love that you think that. I, I, I genuinely do. It could be. It, like, it could be. It could be. Uh, like we we torture ourselves because we have to. We create problems. I think. Because, I think because we have to. I think that's true. Yeah. I think sometimes you'll have a problem and you'll go and then you stop and you go, why am I worried about? It? But you need it. You like need it somehow. Yeah. 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 I, to I, solve a, like even filming. Like well, again, it's different kind of filming, but we'll have a problem. We'll fuck up or something, and it's like, how do we get out of this? And as much as it sucks, it's kind of fun to figure yeah. out how to problem solve out of it yeah yeah and it's just like it's like i said before it's like such a great time to be, it really is a great time to be an artist there's always ways to make money there's always ways to um you know keep honing your craft and and ways to make a film and like like what you guys are doing like you could be really diy or or whatever um so yeah like yeah, i'd what, make money i did make money off of it if i could but we're just like you know what? we just love doing it yeah you know yeah well yeah i mean i if, if i know people that look i know a guy one, one of my buddies uh Emmanuel, shout out to him. He he put out a, uh, you know, a, a, his student film on Amazon. He just didn't. He was looking for distribution. He wasn't getting anything. Oh, that's awesome. He's like, I'm just gonna put it on Amazon. And it took two years. He made twenty thousand bucks. Damn! Wow. You that's know what I'm saying? Awesome. This is like you can make filmmaking a part of your. And I and I know other people on YouTube that talk about like they have a video production company. They do things they don't like. Maybe they film weddings. Maybe they do things. You know what I mean? But they but every now and then they put out a movie, and that's part of mm. the income like that start you start to make so it really is a time that like you can do that thing unfortunately like like we talked about before i mean it's also a time where there's so much there's oversaturation yeah but definitely but you know what i mean like you you can make it work like you can make your film and for me like when i think of the oversaturation it, you know the, the the two mentalities where like i've kind of clashed with is people that say like you just need to make shit and I don't like not not necessarily bad, but you just need to like make whatever like just generate keep, content. Just almost, keep generating content. Yeah, almost like I think like Trey Parker, and Matt Stone said that they're like almost like quantity over quality. Like just yeah. keep making shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I guess where 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 I I I, I have a hard time with that because I keep thinking that there's so much shit out there now. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to you want to rise above it with something awesome. Something that like no one else can make this. Yes, yes, yes. And this, and th you know what I mean? And he put like, I think it should hurt a little bit. Like, like he put, yeah, you, you have to earn time it. Time and yeah. effort into this. Yeah, you have to earn it. And that's why, like, like working on, like, doing Milton now. Like, I mean, it definitely came from after Waking Nightmare, where Waking Nightmare was a little more loosey goosey. I was like, I need to make. First of all, I, like the idea was make something that is minimal to no dialogue. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. one thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like, pretty awesome. <laughs> like minimal. Like I, I'm tired of hearing people talk. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm sick of people talking, and that's so much of the movies that I'm watching. Yeah, now. yeah. And and not interesting. Again, like how do you feel about this? Oh, I'm mad about this. I'm at like bickering, and um. So I wanted something that has minimal dialogue, and I wanted something that's like meticulously put together. That like you know what I mean. That only could come from my head. That count. That come. That comes from like a personal place too that I care for and also you know what I mean so that's why it's like I'm still gonna put time into what I do I remember when we were kids you made a thing about a, ru uh, a, a rubber duck right yeah and what was that called again Mr. Hanky Poodle and this, oh wow and this yeah, was before I forgot about that and this was before we really filmed me Jeff or any of these guys and I and I will say I remember seeing that and going 
well, fuck, let's just do, let's make shit like that. Yeah. You know? Oh, wow, really? I'm, and, and I'm not, and I'm sure we would have gotten there anyway because yeah. we loved making movies and yeah, writing and would. shit. We definitely would have. But, but no doubt it was a huge really? inspiration. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool, man. Yeah. I have it if you want to watch it. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> my, I think Jeff might still have it. I think you gave really? us one. Yeah. Al- Alan, oh, Alan, uh, my buddy Alan just brought one over because he just moved out from New Jersey too. And he was like, you know, I have Hanky Poodle. And he just brought it over and we watched it. And, uh, I think we should watch it. Cause oh, I, it's probably been 14 years since Ooh. I've seen it. They might be a little cringe, man. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's the same thing. Like even the shit we made, then I'll watch it now. And I'm like, not so Yeesh. sure about this now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I went, I went for, I, I think my heart was in the right place, but like, it's a lot of offensive language. And <laughs> yeah, we've done that too. Even Butterboy's not that long ago. I'll watch some of those shit where I'm like, ah, I wish I hadn't said that. You know, yeah. I don't, and, and look, I don't mind. Like, I think offensiveness is cool. I think all that, but if it's meant to do what it's doing, you know, if the, if the intent, but sometimes you do it yeah. sort of immaturely. When I, th- you're I think it's a little immature, but I yeah. do think in some ways the movie was kind of woke. The idea was like, it was, it was, uh, yeah, I remember it being that. Yeah. yeah. And it got banned. So, so here's the thing. Here's the sort of like the, uh, my my stu- my student filmmaking thing is like I would always get in trouble for the things that I made always <laughs> I never meant to Hanky Poodle got it won the film festival at like the the Morris County um, film fe- whatever it was it was at Morris Knowles mm. I remember the Knowles and it thing. won it won the fe- they're like this is the best this is our favorite but we can't show it it's it's yeah. you know what I mean it's it's <laughs> like, I was like all right whatever they gave me money and then I st- stood outside and that's where I sold the DVDs was outside of that festival oh, wow. that's I awesome. sold people DVDs and I remember I was in the I was I was taking a piss somewhere I forget and a, and a teacher from Morris Knowles was taking a piss next to me <laughs> and, and he was like you know he was ta- he was like you're that guy I've heard of that I know what happened there he was like. Uh, you know, when you go to college, man, they're not going to worry. They're not going to care what you say or whatever. You could say what you want. This is high school. You know, that's the only thing. I was yeah. like, oh, cool. Flash forward to college, man. They were so mad about my movie. <laughs> <laughs> they were so mad about my movie that they sent the cops to my house at one point. What? Like, it was what? so crazy. Dude, it was so crazy. So, Get like, out of here. When I, when I, from the moment that I told them the idea for my film, there was like this. Uh, I'm going to blow up the World Trade Centers. <laughs> 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 no, this was after that. No, it was it was an idea that was sort of like a show that came out afterwards that was called The Following because I was mad about it. Like that was my idea because it was <laughs> it was. But I don't. I actually don't think it was anything like that show. But the idea was, um, here's a, a follow like a, a sort of like American History X where like the brother comes out of jail and he's over this shit. But the you know mm. his racism. Yeah. But the, but the idea was that they followed a um, like a uh, messianic. Uh, cult sort of cult personality guy that believed that women should not need to be taken down a few notches yeah, yeah, yeah. in order for society to progress. Mm, this we've, sounds familiar. We've allowed them to, <laughs> we've allowed them to come too far, right? You know, and we need to like bring them back. And this guy get and and this this like idiot character, like that was the idea. Is he's a child? He was an idiot. He was the kind of guy that would fall for something so stupid. Comes out of jail. It wasn't like Edward Norton, like yeah, I'm a cool guy. Now I'm going to teach you what to do. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like this goofball, like this 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 sort of dummy that would fall for in my head that would fall for something like that. Comes home with his with his enthusiastic brother and has a woman tied in the basement as like a 
surprise present. Oh, okay. And now, and and he's a, and now he's not. And he's already, and he's yeah, turned, yeah. and he wants to make he he wants to make things right, but he doesn't know how. So he does things like sings to him and makes ice cream sundays. <laughs> so, um, so as soon as I told the idea, like people were not happy about that. <laughs> but also, there were people that were really into it. Like no, like and it and it caused this like uh, polarizing mm. debate that lasted. Like an entire year, which was really thrilling for me. So yeah, that sounds fun. So yeah. you didn't even make you? Did you make? Oh, this? I made it. Yeah. It was so my, did it was the my cops come business. to your house before? Oh, yeah. or after? So the, the cops is a little like so. Okay, so um, I made the film and it, people like blew up. Like he's an asshole. This sucks. Your shit. Like I had teachers literally say, "You're shit." Like literally, like <laughs> like pissed off. And and people that are like, "No, this is art," and it makes a statement, and it's a good statement, and it's a it's a healthy statement. People like it literally tore friends apart and whatever. And and what happened was, um, somehow I wonder because all these like the people that were like high up in the ranks in terms of like the popularity in that film school at the Montclair Film School at that time that worked at the cage were stealing shit all the time. Somehow that had keys to the cage. They also stole all of our money because we had to put deposits down, and they stole it to buy Chinese food and said, "Fuck you, we're buying Chinese food." Ha <laughs> ha. Jesus. Somehow, hmm, I wonder that all the equipment at Montclair uh, disappeared one night. So the teacher said, "It must be Steve. He's an ass. He, 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 he's 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 mad about like yeah, the way yeah, that we do no whatever. evidence whatsoever. Not that, <laughs> I not only like I used my own." people and my own equipment i bought the camera that, that i that i no. used for that film like i yeah, you know yeah. so um yeah so one day i get a knock on my door two cops that are just like hey we had word that you took some equipment from uh, Montclair or whatever they just told me i was just like what the fuck i was like come in unfortunately my my roommate did steal some equipment i was like wow my idiot roommate stole uh this equipment over they're like that's not even the equipment we don't care about that and uh <laughs> We're looking for different equipment, and, they, and and they're the ones that told. I was like, so what's the deal? Why would I like? Why why am I? Why is why are there cops at my house? Yeah, and they were like some like like someone called or whatever. And my friend, um, like his dad was a cop, and they called and they basically said like, yeah, there were like students and teachers that met up and talked about how like it, it must to be, be you. me, yeah. and we need to like take him down. You know what I mean? And it's because of the film. So, wow! Yeah, that's so fucking bizarre. Which I was so silent during, like, I think I mean I don't know. Maybe I was an asshole. I, I, I think I was pretty silent through all of it. I was so shocked that people were so angry. I knew yeah. I wasn't making a movie about rainbows and flowers, right? But like, people were so angry. That's crazy. I mean, like, it's like, I mean, that's I I, I see that as a, kind of a cool thing. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fucking cool. It says something about that you were making something that was. Generated a reaction. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I a pretty strong yeah, one yeah, too. Yeah. I don't want to offend. I don't want to offend people. It's not about hurting people. That definitely never. I mean, I'm, I'm making movies. Look, we, I was in a college where there was actual rape cases that were that were. Uh, right, right, yeah, right. They're, they're knocking the on your door. Real yeah. rape. Yeah. From from the fraternity, not from the artistic weirdos. It's from the the jocks, the fraternity right. people that are like at the college. Just like no, that's okay. But the, but the movie that exploit that exposes that where yeah, in reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the actors had a great time and everyone it was. That's was, what's so crazy when people go after art that sort of exposed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like speak against the people that are actually committing the actual crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so strange. You got the wrong guy. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm an observer and I report. Yeah, through my weird mental gymnastics <laughs> or whatever, I report on what I see in the world. You got to go get those guys. They're raping people. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the rapist and the yeah. and the Chinese food buyers. Yeah. They're stealing the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a crazy thing. It was like there's this popular group that's literally stealing. You don't think it might be them? Look, get off my back, all right? I wanted that General Tso's. Are we done? Uh, I just have one more question okay. for Steve. So, 
you're are you a California West Coast lifer now? I, I good question. I, yeah, and I don't think so. No, no. I'm going to say no. Wow. Yeah, that's not what I expected. Well, you know, I never You've been here a while now. Yeah, I know, I know, it's crazy. But you know, it, it's it's working out for me now, and I I have been here longer than I thought I would be. But I don't feel like I don't feel allegiance to like any place. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't feel like a like a Jersey or like a, that the high school I went to or whatever. Like I don't think I'm a California guy though, because I mean, if we walk around here, you'll see. Like I don't know that I vibe with this that. <laughs> I'm I'm really I'd, I'd like to keep moving to different places. Yeah, you don't get like. you don't get like uh, I think I would find it if, especially if I had people with me. I would find it so refreshing to be away from home. It's like it feels like a weight sometimes to still be so close to where you grew up. Do you find it like do you get homesick or do you find it nice to be away? No, I I, I wish that I. Uh, I, I would like to I would like to go back home more. I really love going back to Jersey. I do love New Jersey. I do think Jersey's got the best food and. Um, yeah, as much as I complain about it, I, think I can't a, help myself. I was raised there, and there's a lot about, about it I love. A lot of variety, you know? Yeah. Like, you can go to a diner anytime. You can yeah. get cheap food. You can get cheap beer, like, any time of the day. Yeah, you know? it's true. Like, I, you can go to the beach. You can go skiing. We you were can, talking about here. It's like, you got to get food here, and it's like, I want to... <laughs> you had a, <laughs> such a fucking funny story about hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just tell us about that? Yeah, so, I mean, I was already I was already <laughs> bitching about it. Like, I was already... Like, this was the point in my life where I'm living in L.A. I live in Huntington Beach now. Um, um, which is a lot more room to breathe and a lot cleaner air. And I just think that people are more chill. In LA, I was just getting really tense. I was really tired of it. And I'm just so tired of going to a restaurant where they say, have you been here before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, you walk into a hot dog place. It's like, have you been here before? Do you know how we do it? It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, like there's a whole thing. It's yeah. not just food. You know, and I was in Koreatown and there was this little joint that just opened up and it looked like an old school hot dog stand very small uh <laughs> the red and white striped awning uh and i was like all right finally like like i can just go get a couple hot dogs you know like from ruts hut in jersey uh the, you know or something like that and i go there and she was like have you been here before i was like shit and she brings out this big bucket uh this this big menu of like Oh, here's our different. So we you pair like these giant sausages with like a hundred different <laughs> toppings, and you put all this stuff on it. It's eleven dollars. Like, just give me a goddamn hot dog. Oh, like, just God. a hot dog. Well, we got like, those burritos yeah. today, and they were like twenty bucks, and there's avocado on it. And you're like, what the fuck? I mean, they were good, but it's like, dude, it's West West Hollywood is, uh, and, and yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Like, so we just went to Portland, like, and and I was like, damn, this is a chill place. Like mm. that might be. Like, there's different places that like I'd like to imagine myself living. I but I also don't know that I'll ever. Uh, have like a home, you know. I don't know that I'll ever have. Dude, a, you're a, ch- a rambler. You're, uh, you're I, I hope, rambling. I, I, that's how I feel. Like I like I'd like to keep moving forward. I'd like to keep doing a married rambler. Yeah, it's yeah, rare. It's a, yeah. It's a rare <laughs> it plan. Is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got I got really lucky to meet Danielle. Yeah, she's shout out to Danielle. She's like a few feet away from us. Yeah, <laughs> thank she, you for uh, for having us. Yeah, Danielle. Yeah, yeah. Thank she's, you so she's, much. She's it's, on the journey with me. It's and that's awesome and. Yeah. And California also, it's like, we've talked about this before, but it's slower. We went to a place to get a burger the other day, and I think it took the the, the guy 20 minutes to realize we were there. Like, just some, like, stone chimp <laughs> by the register who just, like, moved, um, you know, so slowly. I just, it just feels like it's, um, service is different here. I, I, and there's a lot of things I really hate about California. In New Jersey or New York, you can go into a sandwich shop that's crowded. They'll be like, what do you want? Uh, Italian, uh, pepperoni, you know, uh, give me extra banana peppers, uh, you know, whatever. Give your order. They'd be like, you know, and then like, you know what I mean? A minute later, you you get it. Like in California, it's just like, hi, welcome to this sandwich shop. What can I do for you? I'll have uh, Italian, you know, pepperoni, extra banana peppers, you know, this and that, whatever. It's like, okay, what kind of sandwich? 
Uh, Italian. Yeah. Can you what, fill out this form? Yeah. What, what kind of bread was it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what kind of cheese did you want on that? Is it yeah. provolone? And, uh, give, oh. me, give me the goddamn sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> just give us uh, 20, 30, four hours. Uh, <laughs> and there's no one else here. Yeah, exactly. No well, that's when we walked in this place, yeah. there was nobody there. Yeah. It took the guy forever. Yes, that is absolutely, it's crazy, man. It's yeah. absolutely a problem with California. Yeah, I mean, or maybe they, just because they're slow. Or maybe, maybe it's our jerseys fall for being so fucking like. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Hustle and bustle. No, I love, but I love when I was in Jersey, like ordering, ordering food, ordering a pizza, just like I love a cheese pizza. Like, ah, right, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, fifteen minutes be here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's it. You know, yeah. and it's just, I love that. I love Jersey. I also think that the difference between when people ask me, I think the difference between should I talk faster? The difference between <laughs> California and New Jersey. Is Can like, you talk faster? Yeah. <laughs> I think that the difference between California and New Jersey. Um, or East Coast, West Coast, from my experience, is that people on the West Coast have this really kind exterior. Um, people on the East Coast have this really, gri- like, <laughs> like on-edge, rough yeah. exterior, right? But on the East Coast, if someone's pulled over to the side of the road and needs help with it, like, someone's going to pull over and help that guy. Like, with, you know what I mean? Like, if, I, if, I, if my battery's dead... Um, someone's gonna come and help me jump it. Right. You know, like oh, all the time. That's my experience. Mm-hmm. When, I, when we were in Philly, we'd get snowed in. We helped each other sno- shovel each right. other. Out. Yeah. You will never. You will not get that in California. Like yeah. I, I've literally on my birthday once, my battery died. I was in a crowded place and I could not find someone to help me jump the battery, and my oh, mind was man. just blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, if I'm in New York, or I'm in New Jersey. Like, hey, what you got? Your battery? They might be assholes about it, <laughs> yeah. but they'll help. They'll yeah. help. There's that great uh, curb enthusiasm where he gets a flat tire and nobody will help him change anything. A thousand dollars just to respond to me. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you just give me a verbal it's, response. Yeah, it's really like that. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So that's it. Did we did we get to Is that it? We we did it. All right, well we, I get we travel all right, it's time to go home now. <laughs> that was great. And we're doing some sort of horror movie thing tonight. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, and, yeah. And we'll, uh we'll fill you in on that next time. We'll see listener. some people from, from back home here. Yeah. yeah, this was cool, man. Thank you for doing this yeah. so much. Thank you guys. This is awesome, man. I and, really uh, enjoy it. I love this podcast. So it's Oh, like that's all I'm really that, cool and that means a lot. Here. Anything else you want to say real quick or well I have this uh half hour long story. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, anything you wanna say or Oh no! Just th- thanks for having us over, yeah. man. It's really awesome. And watch Wake and Nightmare, especially especially if you're in like psychedelia. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you, you'll it's see cool, it man. Point. It's a cool movie. It's a cool yeah. movie. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. Cool Check movie. it out. Check it out. Check out the cool movie. And all right, Waking Nightmare. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. All right, everybody. Uh, goodbye and uh, happy Halloween.
Some